What's good, Stoner fam? It's Adam here. I know we all hate ads, and ads is just, you know, it's just part of the monetization process. I appreciate every one of you guys that listen to all the episodes of the podcast because by playing and listening through these ads, you guys help support the podcast so I can continue to do the podcast and bring you even better content down the line. So thank you guys so much. And here's your next episode. What's good, Stoner family? It's your man, Adam, the host of the Joint Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode of the Joint Talk Podcast, I actually wanted to discuss a few things. As you can see, we're already in an entirely new setup. I have a new microphone. You guys can see me on video. Moving forward, this is exactly how all of my podcast episodes shall be recorded. Me on video, talking right here in front of the mic, blunt or joint in hand, having our normal discussions about cannabis. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys will take a liking to the new podcast format and the setup. So I just wanted to go ahead and acknowledge that and get that out the window because I know you guys are going to have lots and lots of questions after you guys see this video. Now, moving forward, as far as how, you know, what I want to talk about in today's episode, I got a few things. First, I want to go over the fact that And listen to me very carefully when I say this. Kentucky has filed a new bill for cannabis legalization, but not just any legalization, not medical legalization. I'm talking about recreational legalization. This is very huge, very, very huge for Kentucky as a whole. Now, I plan to talk about that very soon, but I also want to discuss and talk about the new Strains by Plain Jane episode, which has now been added in to all podcast episodes as a segment. See, I was doing whole dedicated episodes to Strains by Plain Jane. And while, you know, as far as the YouTube channel and Instagram goes, it will continue to be a, you know, its own episode. But I'm including it in as a segment in the podcast. So the segment will be its own entire episode that I can chop out and upload for those that just want to see the Strains by Plain Jane reviews. But rather than just make it make one sole episode about this particular review, I thought I added in as an exclusive sponsored segment in my episodes. So as you can see, I'm kind of expanding the podcast brand and the name. And I'm starting to make these episodes just a tad bit longer because I'm trying to give you guys long form content that I can chop up and give to you guys. Because I know a lot of you guys either listen to the whole episode or you come here to check out the particular section or segment or part that you came here to, you know, that you came here to view. And I'm not going to make you listen to the whole episode just to get get down to the nitty gritty. If you came here for a specific part, I want you to be able to watch that part and jump to it. And be on your way or stay and smoke and check out the whole thing, you know. 
your boy can always use extra support. So I want to talk about recreational cannabis legalization here in Kentucky. I want to talk about that. I got a new strain from Plain Jane to check out for you guys. And uh, other than that, you know, we're going to have a nice little... We'll have a nice conversation about those two things. And I'm also going to discuss, you know, further upcoming things that I have in the process. I actually got some notes. I actually got some notes. I got my other phone on hand because, you know, I'm smoking and I'm doing the podcast. So I want to make sure that I don't forget any details or leave any important details out as I am quoting from an article. You know, basically covering the news and, you know, this bill in particularly. So I wanted to make sure I had all my facts straight. I didn't want to just read the article and then try to come in and freestyle. Well, nah, I wasn't going to do that. I'd rather just have the information right here in front of me and make sure I keep all my facts and information straight. So, Kentucky wants to legalize recreational cannabis. Now, I know to a lot of people on the outside looking in, it seemed like a shocker. It seemed like, wow, Kentucky's really about to make that move. But Kentucky has... How can I put it? Kentucky has been on this journey trying to legalize cannabis for quite some time now. And I've been following it very closely. Now, the only reason I'm actually covering this particular bill right now is because I've actually spoken to some of the representatives included in this article, mentioned in this article. Now, I'm not going to disclose any of our private conversations that we had because it wasn't on the record. But I, you know, I have faith in these individuals. I've talked to them. I believe that, you know, I believe that these people can get the job done. And all they need is our support as, you know, as a community behind them. So, you know, any of my listeners that are here from Louisville, Kentucky, or just any parts of Kentucky, I want you guys to, I want you guys to take this episode very personally when I speak about Kentucky and everything that this bill, you know, everything that's enclosed inside of this bill. You know, as far as this article goes, you know, we'll probably do a deep dive on the bill itself in a separate video. But for now, I want you guys to take this personally because you all live here. We've all been wanting this for a long time. And for once, our representatives, Democratic and Republican in the House and the Senate of Kentucky on both sides of the aisle are supporting this bill. So I want you guys to know that, you know, this should be very personal for us because we've been we've been watching state after state after state around us all across the country legalize cannabis for recreational and even medical purposes. And yet one of the places with some of the best farmland, some of the best agricultural structure isn't legalizing cannabis yet. You know, it just, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. But, you know, we're going to go ahead and dive into this, dive into this bill because I don't want to rant because I can rant about this shit all damn day. So we're going to go ahead and, you know, move forward. So basically, according to the Courier Journal, the Courier Journal is a reputable and very credible, probably the, the biggest media outlet besides the actual, you know, news channels and stuff like that here in Kentucky, based out of Louisville, Kentucky, that is. Now,
The headline for this article is Kentucky Democrats move to legalize and tax marijuana, but bipartisan support is a long shot. Now, I have to say, the article of this headline pretty much kind of tells you everything that we need to know about the status of cannabis, cannabis liberation here in Kentucky. It has been widely known for at least the last decade, since like the 2010s, so yeah, at least the last decade that most, most, most Kentuckians support and are behind the legalization of cannabis, even if that's just for medical purposes. But majority want recreational. They want to they want to see what we see in these other states. I know because I've talked to the people. I'm very in tune with 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 the community, the cannabis cannabis community here in Kentucky, and a lot of a lot of people support it. Now, let's go ahead and dive in it. Democratic state legislators filed bills Thursday to legalize, regulate, and tax marijuana sales in Kentucky, one of the one of just 13 states with a total prohibition on both medical and recreational cannabis. Listen to that. Just listen to that for a moment. One of 13 states. There's only 13 states that haven't legalized cannabis yet in any capacity, and we are one of them. Now, I know what you're probably thinking, like, damn, we're, I'm living in one of the states where, you know, one can say we're like the strictest, but we're not really that strict on it. You know, it's still bad, but we're not that strict on it. And then yet I, you know, I host and operate a cannabis brand, a cannabis influence brand or multiple brands if you include the podcast. But, you know, my company, The Dope is Real, is based right here, right here out of Louisville, Kentucky. So, you know, when I tell you that I fight for this I fight for this shit strong and I support this movement strong. You know, that's why I said in the beginning that this has to be personal. You have to take this personal because if you live here and you're watching this stuff go on and you're watching how these other states are legalizing all around us, then you know that it's personal. We've got Ohio with medical cannabis not only an hour away, not only an hour away. We got Illinois. I want to say about an eight-hour drive or so away. And they're recreationally, you know, they're recreationally legalized. No, these are places that we can get access to with just a, you know, with just a, a, a work shift drive or just, you know, a short, a short road trip. We can get to these places and it wouldn't be nothing for us to go to these places, purchase these products and then bring them back here to a place where it isn't legal at and then still reap those benefits. Now, I'm not condoning or saying that I do any of these things. But what I'm saying is, what is the point of having a legal, you know, pro, you know, what's, what is the point of having prohibition of it here when we can just travel a few hours away just to get that same thing and then bring it back without, you know, without the, without, you know, you know, with your knowledge. You might as well just legalize it here and reap those benefits and keep all of that keep all of that revenue in-house, so to say. It just it just doesn't make any sense to me. The identical bills filed in the House and the Senate. The House and the Senate. The Kentucky House and the Senate. Now that's very important because usually most states, most levels of government, these two parties, these two. These two branches of 
Congress don't never get along, but we have the House and the Senate bringing this to the floor. Now, small disclosure, like I said in the beginning, I've had short correspondence with these, some of these individuals through email. I have donated to their campaigns. I am completely behind them because they are completely behind my beliefs and everything that, you know, that I stand for and that I that I care about and I value. Like I value that everyone should be able to have the freedoms have the freedoms Sorry about that. Have the freedoms to consume and enjoy and reap the benefits and the medical benefits of cannabis. And not only that, people should be able to learn about it. People should know that it's just more it's more than a means to get high. You know, we're we're making we're making houses out of this shit like hempcrete that we saw. Now people's making houses, you can make clothes, paper, you can make you can do so many more things with cannabis. And yet we don't have the opportunity to reap those benefits because Sorry about that. Had to go. Uh, had to go see what was going on with my son. He's actually. Uh, <clears throat> he's actually in his room playing with. Uh, he's actually in his room playing with his toys. So I had to see what he was up to because he started to cry a little bit. But everything's good. Um, kind of lost my track of thought of where I was. Oh yeah, I was telling. You, I was telling you that I've had conversations with these individuals and I support you know I support everything that they are you know planning and setting out to do here in the state of Kentucky more importantly my city in Louisville you know as it's the largest city in Kentucky so this bill these identical bills that were filed in the house and the senate you know they're sponsored by Republican uh Republican Rachel Roberts of Newport and Senator, or is that representative? I always get these. I always get these two things confused. But uh, yeah, the uh, representative Rachel Roberts of Newport and Senator Morgan McGarvey and David Yates of Louisville would not just create a regulatory and taxing structure for recreational marijuana, but also create the aut- the automatic expungement of marijuana-related misdemeanors within one year. Now, listen to what I just said there, or what I just read there. So not only would they, you know, not only did they, you know, come up with a plan to tax and regulate who can use it and how it's used and how much it's taxed, but it's also, it's also being used to expunge all misdemeanors within one year. So if you got misdemeanor related Crime, uh, charges and stuff like that on your record all of those will be expunged and that's and that's very huge moving forward i really hope that they have something planned for people and you know that has passed marijuana charges as well because doing just recent ones like a year or so that's not going to cut it we're going to need you're going to have to do them all if you're going to do some of them you can't you can't pick and choose like that but it'll be very interesting to see what direction they take this in uh, moving forward, let's see what else we got. Moving forward, they also talked about in the article how much money could legalized weed bring to Kentucky. Now, before I actually even 
get into this next part of before I even get into this next part of this article allow me to remind you that I actually had my own predictions and I actually covered this uh, sometime last year actually yeah, I covered it sometime last year where I was saying how much how much money was Kentucky leaving on the table by not legalizing cannabis how much tax revenue and how much actual potential overall growth revenue was Kentucky leaving on the table by not legalizing cannabis and it looks like the Courier Journal got down, got to the bottom of that too. But let's just keep on. Let's just keep in. Let's just uh, keep a nice, um, keep a very close ear out for these numbers that are being thrown around because they sound very similar to the prediction and the numbers that I actually covered in my video. But uh, let's see. How much money could legalize weed bring to Kentucky? At a press conference Thursday, the Democratic sponsors said their legislation would create a new signature Kentucky proud agricultural industry, saving millions of dollars from the criminal justice system and create a stream of revenue for state and local government. Very, very impressive. I love how 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 Rachel Roberts led in with that with that you know that was leading with a strong note right out the gate while cannabis will not be a pain a pain a pancreas or pancia hmm i don't even know how to say that word while cannabis will not be the sole solution for all that all that ails the state Kentucky stands to gain up to a hundred million dollars a year for our sales near those of our neighbors in Michigan and Illinois but not if we keep letting neighboring states beat us to the punch Robert said and she has a very good point like I actually like like I was just saying right before I dove into the article like you know what's stopping us from just going to these states that's out that's literally neighboring us and then coming back with it like we're 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 giving we're basically feeding other governments and stuff when that could all be in house. So you know, Rachel has Rachel has the same idea. Rachel has the same idea. Robert said Kentucky is leaving money on the table by not acting, citing. Michigan raising $82.8 million in tax revenue in the first 13 months after sales were legalized in December 2019, which now amount to well over $9 million per month. $82 million. That number sounds familiar, doesn't it? That is also the same number that I mentioned in my video when I was talking about how much money was Kentucky leaving on the table. So as you can see, all of this, all of this is very accurate. We are leaving so much money on the table. Because Michigan isn't that far either. And then how likely is legalized marijuana, how likely is marijuana to be legalized in Kentucky? That's where we hit like the, um, that's where we hit like the major, the major roadblock, I can say, because while we have so many, 
different people on both sides of the aisle that are supporting cannabis legalization. You know, we have majority, we have huge, huge players, I could say, huge players that are preventing it from happening. And, you know, um, I want to say minority leader Mitch McConnell is definitely one of them. You know, he's definitely one of the people that's been he's definitely been fighting against the cannabis movement for some time now ever since he's been elected he's been in office for some time now i don't actually don't even have the numbers actually on hand i could look it up but it's actually irrelevant at this point the point is that cannabis legalization in kentucky is really right here we're like knocking on the door of it but and the people want it and we got we have a lot of support for it we just have to figure out they just have to figure out a way to package it up nicely that sounds good to these to these these Republicans because you know they're very conservative and you know I'm not, I'm not trying to get very political here but that's just how Republicans work they're very conservative they they're thinking of the worst case scenario so to say so you know I believe if they can find a way to package this bill up very nicely I think we can I think we can actually do this I think that we can actually do that. So, you know, as far as uh, cannabis legalization in Kentucky goes, just know I'm going to keep my eye out for that. I'm going to keep following following this very closely as I have been and giving you only the major updates because, you know, a lot of these updates that we get, they don't never, you know, they usually be small updates and they usually just don't ever amount out to any actual movement. But here now we have some actual movements. You know, I've talked to all of these people. I've talked to Rachel and I've talked to Mr. Yates months before this bill is actually before this bill was actually filed. So it's like it's really great to see that. Wow. Hey, our congressman is actually doing something out here. I just hope they can actually go through. I can hope we can get through with something this year. The closest we came was last, well, not last year, but 2020, but COVID hit. So that kind of like stalled all those, all those cannabis legalization talks. So here we are two years later and I'm hoping we can, you know, looks like we're coming in strong. So I'm really hoping that we can, we can accomplish this and actually make a difference and we can get this done. Moving forward, I want to talk about today's sponsor, Plain Jane and how we are collaborating to create this new content series called Strains by Plain Jane, where I exclusively go and I review all of their different strains of CBD that they have, and I'll just review them and i break them down, and I kind of just show it off and show you guys what their strains is all about. Um, the last episode I did was the Weiss Reserve, everyone loved the Weiss Reserve. How could you not love the Weiss Reserve? It was so elegant. It was so nice. And today's episode, we have Ringo's Gift. Let's talk about it. Ringo's Gift. Named after cannabis activist Lawrence Ringo, Ringo's Gift is a hybrid strain of the ACDC and Harley Sue. Grown in sunny Oregon in a pesticide-free soil, 
Plain Jane's Ringo's gift promises exceptional flavor and affects the cannabis connoisseurs. Each hand-trimmed CBD flower is curved to perfection, ensuring terpenes and cannabinoids remain well-preserved. At first glance, hemp flowers from the Ringo's gift strain appear as dense, tightly-knit buds covered in frosted trichromes and brilliant pistils. They unveil a deeply soothing, earthy aroma when smoked or vaped. The flavor she leaves behind on your taste buds is light and fresh. An experienced palate may notice a bold, warm, earthy background with delicate notes of cool mint, fresh pine, and sweet lime. Overall, the flavor is refreshing, and the smoke isn't harsh on the throat or mouth, making it an excellent choice for those looking for a more delicate CBD flower. Now, what do I think about all of that that I just read off of their website? I actually think that they hit their description spot on when it comes down to describing the smell, the aromas, the flavors that you taste when consuming this particular this particular strain. And I must say, I was very impressed. You know, actually, as though you know, as of lately, I've haven't been disappointed or let down by Plain Jane. You know, there are obviously some strains that are better than others, but there is neither none of them that are unworthy, you know, unworthy to be on that website. Each strain that they have sent me has either been better than the last one or equally as good. None have fallen under the level of satisfactory. And that is... Uh, that's something very important that you want to take note of, you know, when it comes to looking for, you know, hemp flower or hemp buds that you want to consume for the long term. So if you're looking for something that's well balanced and aroma and flavor and appearances as well, I would definitely, I would definitely go with the Ringo's gift. Not to mention the fact, you know, Besides the fact that they named it after a cannabis activist. So, you know, they're paying homage and paying respect to a legend that has pioneered an entire movement. You know, here, you know, pioneered a whole wave here in the cannabis movement. So you can do nothing but respect it. This has been Strains by Plain Jane with your host, Adam Gibson of the Joint Talk Podcast. Today we covered Ringo's Gift by Plain Jane. Tell me what you guys think about this. Make sure you drop a like on this video and subscribe to Plain Jane's YouTube channel because I'm going to be dropping more strain reviews and more episodes of Strain by Plain Jane. They're exclusively due to our partnership. So make sure you hit the like, drop a comment, and subscribe to the channel for more, uh, for more reviews like this. And with that, you know, with that being said, peace. And with that said right there, Stoner family, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Joint Talk podcast. You know, I talked about the two things I want. I came here to talk about today or that I wanted to talk about today. Um, I talked about the new bill that was filed in Kentucky, the legalized recreational cannabis I'm a, I'll have a, probably a deeper dive on that sometime next week or so. Um, 
I talked about the new the new strain that I got, the Ringo's gift. I'm pretty sure all of you guys enjoyed that. And without further ado, we're gonna go ahead and conclude on this episode. I also wanna go ahead and let you know the new uh, the dopest reel has launched new merch as you can see. I did decide to wear some and decide to wear some for the video. Let's move this out the way just a tad bit. But the new dopest real merch. I know you guys have been seeing the pot leaf and stuff right there on the sleeve. The new merch is out. Um, for those that you, uh, for those that missed it, or missed any of the, missed any of my stories on the main page. And if you don't follow the brand, the Dope Is Real on the main page, make sure you go follow the Dope Is Real because you know that's the parent brand to the Joint Talk Podcast. Uh, make sure you go copy some merch. We just had our Valentine's Day drop, which I shall post that here on the screen so you can see that. Make sure you go get that Valentine's the Valentine's Day drop. Make sure you get some buds and roses for your girl. Hence the name. Uh, and make sure make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. And if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I appreciate everybody that listens and or watches the Joint Talk podcast because you guys, you guys help me, you guys help me build a voice here in the community and help me push the narrative forward. And we're going to continue to do that and bring us all together. We're going to bring us all together and we're going to break these stigmas. It's your man, Adam, your amazing host of the Joint Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace.